Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. My name is Alex Mabe and I'm the host of this podcast where my mission is to lead and teach people towards Christ in their everyday walk. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my experiences and the lessons that I have learned this year, which is honestly a lot. (laughs) Um, If I'm going to be real honest, this year has been such a growing point in my relationship with Christ and I've just seen so many blessings in this year that it's crazy. Like, genuinely, my life has been completely transformed this year and 100% for the better. Like, 100%. It's just crazy because the beginning of this year, I felt like I was not worthy of anything. And that was because I had a very much lack of personal relationship with Christ and I just tried to quote-unquote follow the rules of the Bible which is just not true they the quote-unquote rules of the Bible or whatever it's because humans are so destructive humans are like naturally destructive I mean you look at the beginning of the Bible and Eve like right away things were just happening that were destructive you know she ate the forbidden fruit and that's when sin entered the entered the world. Like human species are just destructive, and we have to look at the Bible so then we don't cause our own self destruction. Because if we don't have the Bible and we don't have God leading us, we will cause self destruction, even if we don't realize it. And so it's crazy because I was creating my own self destruction because I didn't have that really deep and intimate relationship with Christ where He was leading me, and I was basically essentially like essentially just leading myself and when you lead yourself it's obviously going to lead to destruction and so after months of really trying to figure out why I was doing the things that I did and why I behaved and why I felt like I wasn't enough like why I was feeling these feelings because I didn't want them but I just kept feeling them and I didn't know how to get rid of them but I knew that God could take away my pain but I, I wasn't, I wasn't going towards God. And so today's episode is really going to be talking about my journey this year. And it's kind of a testimony, but it's more really harping on the things that I have learned this year and all of the different blessings that God has just truly shown me in my life. And if we look at back at Romans one twenty one, I I love this verse. This is probably one of my favorite verses because it just sets your vision in place. Like it just sets the mindset. It it really just shows you the mindset of where a lot of us are at. And so it's kind of just a wake up wake up call for me. But it says, "Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God or give Him any thanks." And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. And as a result, their minds became dark and confused. Oh, I love this verse. I've talked about it in another podcast, but this is an amazing verse. Like truly, I just connect with this verse so well because this is where I was at. This is where my mindset was at. I knew God. I was raised in an amazing household. I truly believe that I have actually one of the best parents in the whole entire world. I love my parents so much. They are absolutely amazing and actually the 
biggest blessing in my life because I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if I didn't have their support, if I didn't have their leadership, if I didn't have the wisdom that they've been able to show me throughout my whole entire life. But I knew God. I've been raised in a household where God is the number one priority and the number one value in our family, and it's always been like that. But I did not have that type of faith where it was my own faith. It was my parents' faith that I relied on. And as a result, because I did not have my own faith and I was relying on my parents' faith to ultimately give me salvation, which just is not the truth. Your parents can't cover your salvation. And so I was acting like my parents covered my salvation. And I knew everything, like the basic concepts of being a Christian. Jesus died on the cross for me, that if I want peace, that I can go to him and he can give me peace, that you need to live a consistent lifestyle if you want to see results. But I knew God, but I did not worship him as God or I would never give him any thanks because I was too prideful because I thought that anything good that came in my life, it was a result of things that I had worked for. I thought I deserved him and I was very, very entitled with the good things that happened to my life, I would never give God any thanks. And because of that, I started to manipulate God's character to better fit my life. To better fit my life. I think I said that wrong. But as an example, I believed that if I live a life that satisfied me, and me alone, and I needed, and I was in a dark season, and I needed someone to rely on, I knew I could go to him, and that he could give me peace, but then I could keep doing all of the things that did not glorify him, and the reason why I behaved like that is because I was extremely prideful, and I wanted to do what I wanted to do, and whether you know it or not, a lot of us walk through life with a certain level of pride and it doesn't need to be this loud proud pride <laughs> I'm talking about the type of pride that creeps up on you that you think that you're always right that if someone proves you wrong you get upset the type of pride where if you know you're doing something wrong you don't care even if you know it's hurting someone else, you put up these protective measures, you try to control someone or controlling your life, when you need to realize that, hey, babe, your pride is getting in your way to real salvation, to real love. You need to let go of the things that you're trying to control so badly. And you need to let them go. And you need to stop manipulating who God's character is to better fit your life. And you think that, you know, if I just, if I just, if I just do this thing, if I just take control of this one situation, I know that God knows what's best, but I, I, I just know in my heart, I just know in my heart it's right. But God says that you need to put all things on him like he will make them good. Everything is supposed to be in his will. You need to trust in him. And if you start to think, well, God will let me do this one thing one time, which God does give us free will. But if God's commanding you to do something, you can't manipulate God's character to better fit your needs. And 
for me, I would think, you know, God's going to forgive me. Ultimately, God knows my heart. God knows that I actually do believe that he died on the cross, but I don't want to trust him. But it's fine if I don't want to trust him because I still believe he died on the cross. It's fine. I'll still go to heaven. And I'm not saying that in those moments that I wouldn't go to heaven because I don't know. But I am saying that you can't change God. You can't change God's character to better fit your needs. And because I did that, my mind became dark and confused. And I started to feel things that I didn't want to feel. I started to feel like I wasn't worthy enough, that I had to go find things that gave me validation, that I had to go find things that gave me this sense of happiness. It truly is walking through life with no meaning and no purpose. And that's really what happens when you don't follow Christ because we all have a purpose on this earth and it is to serve a loving God. And when we don't do that, we and we don't have that real and intimate relationship with Christ, we really start to have and feel things that we don't want to feel or we don't want to have things in our life that we just know are hurting us and and I would look at God as a chore and when you are living a life that satisfies you and you alone you do things that you want and you really don't care about other people and you don't care how other people feel and you especially don't care how God feels about what you are doing because you don't want anything to do with God. And you can know that God can take away your pain, but it's so hard or you've had so much trauma in your life. I didn't have trauma in my life because I had genuinely a pretty good life. I've had a pretty good life, but I'm just talking about people that have had trauma in their life and it's really hard to trust God. You know, you can start to see God is a chore because you don't want to trust him and you just want to do things your way and that's really hard to put faith and trust in a God when you've been constantly abandoned when you've constantly had people that go behind your back and lie to you it's really hard to just let God take over your life and just bless you because you don't know what those blessings could look like and maybe it's not what you envisioned in your life so I would look at God as a chore like quite frankly And on those nights where I was just feeling particularly down low, I would cry out to God and I would say, God, give me peace. Because I know you can give me peace. God, give me peace. And that's what a lot of us, I think, do. Where it's really, really, it's more convenient to go to God when we are hurting than when we are healthy. Whether that means healthy mentally or physically. It's really, it's really easy to look towards God when we are hurting and we need something and we know we need something and we don't have answers. He's like our last resort. Or maybe you're kind of on the flip side where you're so stubborn that you know God can heal you. God can take away your pain, but you don't want to change your lifestyle. You're just stubborn and you don't want to change your lifestyle. And whether you want either sides of those scales or charts, whatever, you really just like, you come to this conclusion, okay, God, I need to get better. 
God, I really, really need to get better. So you do that quick little pick-me-up Bible study, you know, you feeling it, you know, you feeling good, you got your peas. Okay, now it's time to go back and sin. What are you doing? Don't get me wrong. I love Bible studies. I'm doing like five right now. It's kind of confusing, but I love Bible studies. Like, they're amazing, but you come to a point where what are your intentions behind the Bible study? Are you doing it so you can get that quick little pick-me-up so you don't feel so low and then you go back out and sin? Or so that you please someone and it seems like you are living this genuine Christian lifestyle when you really could not care? Or are you doing it out of a desperate plea or a desperate try to learn and to grow and to have that real and intimate relationship that God so desperately wants you to have. Where are you at on those on those boards or on those charts? Are you doing it so you get that little satisf- satisfaction? Or are you doing it to truly grow in a heart, a willingness to change? your mindset, and to change your thinking so that you can learn and grow so that you don't have to be bound by your sin? Do you really have that real and intimate relationship with Christ? And if not, why? What is stopping you? Do you really want to change or are you just saying that so it's more convenient for your life? Do you really want to go through the troubles of changing And I had to learn that. I had to learn, do I really, really want to go through the troubles of changing? And God put it on my heart. You know what? If you don't want to change, that's fine. But I'm going to make you change. And that's really what God did. God took things out of my life that were so, like, prevalent. I don't even know if that's the right word. But God took things out of my life and took those needs out of my life where I genuinely did not have a need for them anymore. And I just, it opened my eyes and I was like, wow, God, thank you. Wow, God, thank you. Truly, God transformed my life. He said, you know what? You're too stubborn to change your lifestyle. I'm going to change it for you. And God intervened on my life. And it was rough. Because I didn't understand what God was doing. But now I thank God every single day. And I ask myself, how can I serve a loving God today? And every single day I ask that question, how can I serve a loving God today? How can my everyday life reflect who Jesus is? How can I serve people? How can I stop putting the attention or focus on me? And how can I just love We should be glorifying God in all situations, in every situation. And I struggled with this because I just didn't understand a lot of the things that God does in my life. But as I started to learn and grow and God started to shine a little bit of wisdom on me through the Bible, 100%. The Bible is (laughs) amazing. You guys really need to get into it. But, um... When you really, really start to lean in and press it on him, 
you start to realize that God is with you in every and all situations. And I started to realize that I need to be separated from everything right now. So I went online, online school, and I loved it. I'm still doing it, and I love it. It is it is amazing. It is so much fun because I get to spend all of my day with Jesus. And that sounds crazy to some people because they're so scared of the truth. And when you shine a light on darkness, it scrambles. And that's scary to some people. They don't want to have light shine on them. But every single day, I get to spend my days with Jesus. And that is so amazing and powerful. And I love it. And I get to talk to God all day, and it's truly amazing. And when I'm with my friends, I start to realize, not recently, but, like, back when I was really starting to, like, really, really deep dive in my Bible and really starting to, like, learn who God was and really trying to be consistent in my everyday walk and being intentional with my everyday walk with Jesus and God and all that jazz. And I started to realize, hmm, I have a more I have a higher tendency of saying things that are not God honoring than what I would if I'm talking to a youth pastor or if I'm talking to my mom or if I'm having a conversation with someone that I know that's in the quote unquote church community. Why is that? Why do I behave like that? Because I don't want to behave like that. I don't want to be living this half in half out life because that's a rough life to live. And it's a scary life to live. And I started to come up in my head, okay, I genuinely want to be glorifying God in everything that I do. So how am I going to do that? What's going to keep me very consistent with that? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to think God's in the room every single time, everywhere I go. Like every single time I'm talking to someone, all that jazz. Every single time I'm in a room or I'm walking somewhere, God's walking with me. Because it's true. It is true. And for a long time, I used to just imagine God walking with me while I'm in the hallway. Or I'm in the classroom. And I'm listening to girls gossiping. And do I participate? And it really convicted me with a lot of things. With are all my conversations reflecting who God is. And that's what really, really kept me consistent. Because we act like our ideal self around certain people, but why do we not act like that around God? When God is literally with us all the time. Why do our conversations not reflect who God is in every conversation that we have? And that really convicted me when I I was like writing this out and writing out my little script of everything that I wanted to say. But when we start to build that really deep and intimate relationship with God, we can see God really opening up those doors. And I feel like that's what God really taught me this year was, hey, when you follow me and you look towards me, I will show you the light. I will show you the doors that can be opened. Because I never trusted God. This year I really started to trust God. And God started opening up so many opportunities. And... It really, really, the spiral effect for me was I went to FCA. God told me that I need to go to FCA. And FCA is this little Bible study thing that our school has. God told me to go to FCA. So I go, okay, I'll go to FCA. Okay, I don't really know a lot about it, but I'll go. 
start going to FCA. And then God was like, hey, you need a community. And I was like, okay, God. Like, God, I want a community. God, give me a community. So I go to FCA second week, and I go to a coffee shop afterwards because I don't really take any classes at the school (laughs) besides one on block scheduling. But I went to this little coffee shop after I had FCA because I didn't have class that day. And I saw one of my old friends that went that already graduated and he was like oh my gosh hey how are you and I was like hi (laughs) and we started having conversations and we started to have a conversation and he was like you know what you should come to this really cool young adults bible study group and I was like wow that's really cool because I just prayed that God would give me a community a community where I could grow and it wasn't stagnant and that this community would love me as I am and that this community would encourage me in my walk with Christ. And that they were a little bit more advanced, I guess you could say, in their faith. Where they've been walking in their faith a little bit longer than what I have. And have more wisdom than what I have so I can learn. And so, he invited me to go to this Bible study group. And because of that, and because of this Bible study group, God put on my heart to... To start a podcast and I was like god hold up like I've been pretty compliant this whole time first I do online and then I go to then I go to FCA and then I go to this bible study group now you want me to start a podcast I'm not I'm so inadequate I'm so inadequate how can I start a podcast I have hardly any wisdom and god was like I'm going to do good things with this podcast I need you to start a podcast. And I was like, God, give me a sign. Like, I need a sign. I was being a little stubborn. (laughs) But then I go to the Bible study group. And I get reminded of how good God is. And what he does with people that feel inadequate. And I heard this story about Moses. And Moses felt inadequate. And I just felt so connected with God that night when I heard that story. When they talked about Moses at this little Bible study that I would have never imagined I would have ever gone to. And it was just so beautiful being able to see what God does with people that don't feel worthy or that they are not good enough. So I said, okay, God, I'll start my podcast. And this is not to boast because none of this would have ever been this, none of this would have ever been able to happen if God wasn't orchestrating it all together for me. But it also would have never been able to happen if I wasn't intentionally looking for Christ in my everyday life. When God calls you to do something, it doesn't just happen magically. You don't just get results magically. You have to obey and you have to put yourself out there And you might face rejection, but I'm telling you guys, rejection is redirection. I will keep saying that till I die because it is so good and it's so powerful and it is so true. When God gives us a passion for something, you you need to pursue it intentionally, answering Jesus's calling that he's given each and every single one of us. When you hear God's voice, whether it is loud or it is a whisper. Because for me, it was a whisper. And it shook me. And I said, God, I don't know. 
I really struggled with it for a whole month of just deciding, God, what should I do? And I decided I'm going to obey. Because God's blessed me this far, so why shouldn't I trust him this time? What's the difference? And so I obeyed, and God started blessing me, and I've been able to meet so many people, and I've been, and I've never felt so grounded in my faith, and I've never felt so fulfilled by the Spirit. And even on the weeks and months that I don't feel His presence, I know that He is always with me. Because it's not like this constant feeling where I'm like, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit. Because that's just not true. It takes faith. It requires faith to trust in Him. And when you start to live a life of intentionality, it will be hard. But you need to remember that we are not called to have an average life because God did not call us to have an average faith. I wish I remembered who said that quote because... It is so real and powerful. And that quote's not my own, but I live by that. I really try to live by that and live that intention, live that intentional life. And I really encourage all of you guys to live a life that reflects who Jesus is. And the only way to do that is to be consistent within your word, is to listen to when he calls you, is to be obedient when he says to do something. You have to live an intentional lifestyle if you want to have the blessings that God has intended for you to have. God wants to bless you, but if you're not ready for it, God's not going to give you something you're going to immediately fumble. Truly, he's not going to just give you something that you're not ready for, and that's hard to accept sometimes because you can think, God, I'm ready for this. I know I'm ready for this but you don't want to fumble something that you're not even ready for. And that's really what God's really taught me this year. So if you're not ready for something, I'm not going to give it to you. And you can't push it on your own agenda. You need to be patient and you need to be obedient to me. So I have a couple of questions I really want you guys to think about. And now it's the end of the podcast. What are some things that you might be holding back that are stopping you from unleashing the promises Or the blessing that God has in store for you. And for me, I wanted to live a life that I thought was best for me. That I thought was going to make me the most happiest. And I had to take away my pride for me to be able to see the blessings that God has for me. My second question is, what are some of the steps that you are going to take to have a more intentional lifestyle centered around Christ? For me... That looks like reading my word every single day, whether that is night or in the morning, being intentional with what you are doing within your day. Maybe not scrolling endless hours on TikTok because God's given us an amazing gift of time. Don't waste it. So maybe it means limiting your screen time and being more productive with what you are doing and having more intentional conversations. Or maybe that means reading your word more than what you ever thought you ever would have. And my third question is, are there any opportunities or callings that you have felt that you are currently being called to? And my last question is, are there any opportunities or callings that you are feeling God is leading you towards right now? And for me, I would say it's kind of half and half with God's calling me towards doing my podcast. But when it comes to my future, 
God saying, I need you to wait and see what I have in store for you. So I don't really know what college I'm going to, and I don't really know what I'm going to be majoring in. I have ideas, and I have plans that I will probably take to be able to figure out what God has in store for me, but God is really telling me to just hold that loosely. He's telling me to hold my future very loosely. And that's sometimes really scary because you don't know what your future is going to look like. But God's telling me to hold my future loosely so then I can be fulfilling my calling. And so this is the end of this podcast. And these are some of the lessons that I've really learned this year that have been really difficult and that have really shown me a lot in who God's character is. But I hope you guys were able to take something from this episode and from my lessons that I've learned that they really apply to your heart and that you apply them to your life so then you don't have to go through all the struggles that I had to. But I want you guys to always remember that you guys are always loved and I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas. This will come out the 26th. So I hope you guys had a great Christmas and I really encourage you guys to focus on this new year as a restart and to really, really prioritize your relationship with God and who he is and what he has commanded us to do and how he's commanded us to live and to live that life truly having that deep and intimate relationship with him and not just doing the actions so then you can see a result, but having that real and intimate relationship with God. I love you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing break, Christmas break, and that you guys are always loved. Thank you guys so much for listening. Come back for next week to listen to my new episode.